Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And I chose to do Sucker Punch, finally. The one movie that I can't stand from Zack Snyder. <laughs> That's the one you wanted to do. The reason I want to do this movie is because this movie gets a lot of hate. A lot of undeserved hate, I feel. I don't think it's undeserved. I want to get into the brain of somebody, why they hate it. I am the perfect person to to review this movie, though, because Mm. you know Zack Snyder has a special place in my heart. And what's funny is, once upon a time, he did me, too. And uh, so we're on both sides. I adore this movie. I don't think it's a perfect movie, but, you know, I really enjoyed it when it came out. And then it just got so much hate. And I was like, why do people hate this movie? Well, we're going to break into it. And you're one that hates it. So why do you hate? This is your second time watching it, right? Yes. Okay. Second. You still hate it. Second and final. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I tell you what it is, man. I tell you what it is. There is some visually stunning shit going on in this movie. And the soundtrack if it didn't get a fucking Grammy or something, like, I'm very surprised because uh, I don't know if Junkie XL did this shit or what, but, like, it just not every song is the greatest song, but it fits the scene very mm-hmm. well. And, you know, Zach, him and Guy Ritchie are, like, the slow-mo fucking OGs. Like, nobody does slow-mo like Zack Snyder. Yeah. And he's in his fucking bag with the slow motion in this one. And the thing with Zack Snyder is he takes it too far sometimes, and I recognize that, but... You know, sometimes it really works. Like in 300, I feel it really works. Well, this was fresh. This was the first movie he did after 300. Mm-hmm. So, like, he was fresh off the fucking slow-mo. Yeah. And then Watchmen somewhere in there, and there's slow-mo like a motherfucker in that, too. Mm-hmm. There's slow-mo in slow-mo in that <laughs> yeah. one. I just hate the unnecessary slow-mo. That's my whole thing. But it's a style choice. Um, Visually, also his... um editing in this movie like the the way it looks yes is yes. dark gritty like yeah. i love that it's my inner 16 angsty year uh i tell you the thing it's like one, uh, the thing <clears throat> that pisses me off the most about this movie is like i hate those movies that like i get it it's a movie and there's plot you know but let's be honest this movie should have been over fucking when the credits were rolling like she should have put two in stepdaddy's head and that's the end of the movie <laughs> But that's not how it played out. You made me kill my baby sister <laughs> fucking tw- two two hours after my mom fucking died. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're catching these fucking bullets, son. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't I get know. that, but that's not a movie. So she missed. But she literally just shot at him 10 seconds ago. Like, where the <laughs> fuck did all that go? I, I After like rewatching it, I was like, you really missed? You missed from that close? Like, First of all, the little girl was in a fucking ball on the floor. How yeah. the fuck did the bullet hit her that in the head? That was some serious ricochet. That is the worst. It's a wooden fucking closet. How? Did she hit a metal plate somewhere that we didn't see? Like, I don't know, man. That's the thing. It is very, like... I think that's the most unbelievable shit out of this entire movie. I have and, to agree after watching rewatching that I was like, I don't know if I buy into this so much. Well, I think she when she shot him in the arm, it might have gone through and accidentally shot her. I didn't think she hit him. Yeah, she shot him through the arm. But regardless... It's movie. Yeah, I get it, but like, I don't know, man. So he, he checks her into a mental, a mental in- institution. Right. And uh, this is when you honestly can, can the movie, it's left up to your own interpretation a little bit uh, because she's in her little Neverland or whatever. Yeah. 
to escape the horrors of her actual life in this fucking place. Right. So I, they turn it into a burlesque house in their, mm-hmm, in, in, their in her mind. Yeah. And um, I will say this, uh, Oscar Isaac, fucking great job in this movie. He really shows his acting because I fucking love him as Moon Knight. And uh, he was pretty good in the X-Men movie as Apocalypse. And he did a most violent year, which I didn't like the movie, but I thought he was good in it. He does do a good job at this. <laughs> He's a great actor. You know in this I mean? movie, being like the sleazy. But that's what I've said. Hate him. I've always said that's how you know a dude's got fucking real acting skills when you can love him in something and fucking hate him in something. And I hated him in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but he did a great job. Um, that's why I said it's great acting because I was fucking pissed at him the whole time. I mm-hmm. wanted somebody to gut his ass. <laughs> I, first of all, I will say this, Zack Snyder, shout out to him. He got the fucking five sexiest chicks they had in Hollywood at the time and put them all together in this. Like, this movie is eye porn all day, dude. Well, yeah, that's what he was going for. Yeah, Yeah, he's. It's almost, like I said, this is almost forgivable. Like, there's enough eye candy in this movie that you, like, forget about the shitty plot and, like, (laughs) how, like, you don't give a shit about how they're going back and forth. But But that's kind of the whole point of the movie. I know there's a lot of, like, probably symbolism. Yeah. Fucking, you know, metaphors and he's shit. trying to say something about the male gaze with this movie, and he's using these visually, like you said, eye porn to reflect movies onto themselves. Well, it's not even the fact that the women are gorgeous, which of course they are, but like they're fucking badasses. Well, that's what he's trying to do. You know he's like trying like, to show women. I'm going to be completely fucking honest with you. Mm-hmm. If they got rid of the mental institution shit. And this was just about five badass chicks and following stick into war in 30 different scenarios. Like I would have been perfectly fine. This movie would probably be one of my favorite movies of all time (laughs) because the action sequences are done so good, bro. And I I do when she fights those three fucking samurais. Yeah. I love that scene, dude. (laughs) He's dragging that fucking uh, it's like a staff sword, I guess, or whatever. Well, you notice those scenes only come up when she's doing her quote unquote dance. Her, her dance. Yeah. I, I just start, she'd start the shimmy. I'd be like, oh, here we go. We're about to get a good part. Yeah. Because like, they got to the point where that was the only part of the movie I cared about. So there, there's that metaphor. She's right. doing a dance for these guys in the burlesque house, but it changes to these visually porn things for the audience mm-hmm. it's things that the male gaze likes to look at but he's putting these women as badasses to show that women basically what he's saying is women have a certain power and it is their sexy it's pussy it's their sexiness yeah. that's their power that's their power over men and it's not men using their sexiness it's them u- choosing to use their sexiness you get what i'm trying to say it felt like they kind of had to, though. <laughs> like, it just felt like that. Yeah. yeah. But that's the that's the whole metaphor of the movie. I, so. I didn't know if it was more about women empowerment or just making men look like the worst fucking things ever. <laughs> like, every man in this movie is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did a really good job of painting the worst side of men. Like, There's only, like, one good guy, and he's the... <laughs> it's the 80-year-old dude who probably doesn't care anymore. Yeah. Like, which no, one? no, no, the the guy that gives her the... The what he's like, you need to get these weapons. Yeah, it's like his. I call him. I've been calling him Stick through the whole movie. Stick, okay, because that's who he played in Daredevil. Oh, okay, I I missed that. That went over yeah. my head. Yeah, he was he was Daredevil's uh, Scott Glenn. Yeah, wise he's a great man. Actor. <laughs> on as credited it's as Wise, wise man. man. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. 
I had the subtitles on for a couple of minutes and it said that. It was, uh, like, I was I like, see. wise man, what the fuck? Yeah. Because he doesn't get a name. So mm-hmm. I just was calling him Stick because that's what he was on Daredevil. Uh, I see what you're saying. But, um, I mean, he was cool. I mean, I guess he's like their fairy grandfather. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, there to help him out and, and they're subconscious. I have, I have theories on this. It's my own personal theory. Um, the guardian angel. Well, in the beginning of the movie, she has that dialogue. And there is a part that I caught. She's like. It could be an old man. It can be an old man or a little girl. Yeah. And I think he is quote unquote God and baby doll is the guardian angel and sweet pea is the one that they're saving. Oh yeah. She's the, she's like, she's the, well, she's the one that gets away. And at the end of the movie, baby doll even says this wasn't my story. I was never the main character. Yeah. She said this was never my story. So showing that this was actually sweet pea's story. That baby doll is actually the guardian angel over Sweet Pea. I loved how they all had nicknames, except and then you just had Amber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you ever pick up on that? I just you know that I was didn't funny. even think about that, but it, there is something there that you I had Rocket. I did. You had Blondie, who was brunette or dark haired. Mm-hmm. Um, Sweet Pea. You had Sweet Pea. Baby doll. Baby doll. And, and then you got Amber. Amber. <laughs> well, Amber's also the one that always drove the mechanics. You notice that she was yeah. the one in the mech. Then she was the one driving the airplane. I think he's trying to say something there. I don't know what it is, but she's a badass in her own way. Mm. I don't know. She's tech support. Yeah, she's tech support. <laughs> I'll do it. And they, she put, when they put her in that fucking Gundam, uh-huh. she's like flying around. Like I said, man, super cool shit to look at. Like, yeah. it's really what keeps you in the seat. Like, if I'd have paid money to see this shit, like, that's probably what would only kept me in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what's her name? The one that plays uh, Dr. Gord- Gorgi or D- Gordy? Oh, oh, oh. Carla Gugino. 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 Good job. Gugino. She she's, was good. She's a great actress. She's in a lot of stuff. Um, uh, but yeah, she was kind of like the her, and I I really hated that like when she when she got lobotomized or whatever that um she actually was like the only person that was like trying to care for these people, but like that just showed how much Oscar Isaac cared or Blue was a fucking monster. Yeah, like he was about to fucking rape that poor girl who just got lobotomized. Yeah, she just got lobotomized, and he's still trying to like kiss her and be like, "You're not allowed to leave me." Like that freaked me out. Like, that well, was I didn't creepy. know at first it made it seem like he was gonna molest her or something, but then he was like, look like he was gonna choke the shit out of her, like yeah. just kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, these are my girls. Like he, that's what I said, <laughs> dude. He was super fucking up. In All this right. one. Um, do you watch the regular version, right? Because I gave you. And you gave me the extended version. Yeah. The extended version cuts out John Hamm's scene. I was about to say, he was in this for like two seconds. The high, They have the high roller scene in the extent. Whoever decided to cut this out should be fired because this is like the crux of the movie. And they cut it out. So giant John Hamm is the high roller in the uh, in the burlesque house. And he meets up with Baby well, Doll. He's in it, but it just shows him as like a background character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't really go into it. Right. But there's like this whole scene of her and him in the room. Do and you finally see her dance? No. Really? No, you don't. Huh. No, he's just telling, he's he's explaining the whole fucking crux of the movie. What like, uh, what Zack Snyder is trying to say. And they right. cut it out. And I was like, that was the worst mistake. Yeah, out of all the 10 minutes you had to cut, that yeah, was it. That, you had to cut that part out. The The main part of the movie, you had to cut it out. 
But basically, John Hamm is saying, like, he's like, I want you to want to want me. He's like, I want it to be your choice to want me, you know? And it's basically the same thing that goes back to the sexuality in Hollywood. Like, girls can be sexy and badass in movies, but it has to be their choice. It 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 shouldn't be a man imposing their vision of what a sexy girl is. It should be a girl showing us what she wants to be sexually. Because there was a girl that was reviewing this movie that I'm sure she doesn't speak for every woman, but she does speak for uh, 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 some of them in this aspect. She talked about how when they when girls dress sexy it's it's almost like their armor it's like their their uniform it's like this my sexy this is my power this is the power i have over men and it makes them feel powerful so or they want attention <laughs> i think so i mean now maybe maybe you're right 2022 you know people people are a lot more sensitive than they used well to how be. do you get to what do you how do girls get guys to do what they want to do. They, they play up, they ham up the sexiness, right? As their power. That's what they do. I mean, and that's it, what it this... is in their repertoire. Yes. <laughs> I will give you that. I, I don't know. I just think that, um, women know that we're much more simpler than they are and they can bend our will a lot easier than we can bend theirs. Right. In most cases, I mean, we're physically stronger. We can overpower them. Right. But they can mentally overpower oh, yeah. us sex with the they're, sexuality. They're mental assassins. Yeah. Right. It's very cunning adversaries. <laughs> they are. So um, like I like I said, this movie. I don't remember how I watched this, so I think it came out and people were dogging on this movie, saying it was like one of the worst movies ever. And I was a huge Zack Snyder fan and I was like, it can't be that bad. So I watched it. And I'm going to be completely honest, the message went over my head, but I enjoyed it. And I felt like there was something there. I'm like, this movie's trying to say something. I don't know what it is. So I watched it a few more times and I finally got a hold of what it was trying to say. And I loved it. And even watching it now, I don't love this movie to death. I think it does have some problems. I do recognize the problems it does have. But I like that it's at least trying to say something. It's not just all that visual porn. You know, that's what it is for me. (laughs) Like, and I think that's what it was for most people. Like, yeah, that's the thing. He's, he, I don't think he stuck the landing on the message. Probably not. He did muddle it a little bit. Yeah, the message got um, a little muddled. And Well, I mean, it's like you said, like their sexiness is their power. But like, so when they're in the burlesque house, obviously they'd be in like laundry and shit like that. So that would be like them, like the stereotyping of uh, what a woman should be. Right. So when they went to fucking being badasses, like why were they still dressed like fucking sexy sailor moons? That's, with what, armor I'm, and that's shit? what I was just saying. They should have been like full on badass. Okay. They shouldn't have been sexy in that. Day. In the burlesque house, it is a man telling right. them they need to be sexy right. when they're in the, the fantasy land. Right. That's their choice of being sexy. You see what I'm saying? They're, they're not having a man tell them they need to be sexy. It's them choosing to be sexy. And that's kind of the point of the movie. Okay. I get you. I yeah. get what you're saying. Strippers should watch this movie. <laughs> they should. Yeah. This would t- give them, They'd feel so much better about themselves. They would. Yeah. That and like women hit men. Or right. Hit right. women. Hit women. <laughs> I guess that's a Hit say. woman. Hit woman. There you go. Um, that's a movie idea. Do I think I think I've seen one before. I'm sure we have. Like, yeah. Yeah. You got to do it raw though. 
like make her the like woman fucking John Wick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they kind of did that too, a couple times. <laughs> but they had what? Uh, well, Lucy was kind of like female limitless. There was a, there was one recently. It was based Atomic off of blonde. There was one based off of a video game. I can't remember the name of it, it but it was a really sexy woman that did all of these like dances and combinations. Uh, it starts with a B. I can't think of it. But anyway, there's been a few of them out there like that. Mm. Mm. I think I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just like I said. Uh, so you still really didn't like this movie after you rewatched it? I think it, I, I felt I was obviously a little bit more open minded to it now because, like I said, uh, we've done this you know, long enough and it's kind of made me watch movies differently, mm-hmm. but reviewing it, like I said, I still hated certain things about it. Yeah. Um, like what, what are some things that you like can't stand about this movie? Well, like I said, the, the, the common sense part of it, like I get it that it's a fantasy and an action fantasy and everything, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know, like the father and the fucking like, you know what I'm saying? And me just wanted her to put two in his head yeah. within the first five. And right. I'm like, why are we here now? You know? <laughs> so that kind of pissed me off yeah. and that's right out the gate. So that's never a good thing for a movie. This is very true. Um, and like you said, Zack Snyder does such a good job with the grit and the gloom that like it almost depresses you sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like the ride up, to the fucking mental institution, like it's raining and she just looks like she's already been lobotomized. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, damn, man, we're six minutes in. Like <laughs> shit. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so when she's getting lobotomized at the end of the movie, John Ham is like It's almost like she wanted it. Exactly. Yeah. She wanted to be lobotomized. So she could go to back to Well, no, it's more so like he's not lobotomizing her. I mean, he is lobotomizing her, but She's it's her choice. Free. It's her choice to want to be lobotomized. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Okay. Because that was better than the hell she was living every exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. I get it, but that's even more sad. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> who took a lobotomy over that shit? Right. Like, but it, it just goes back to the message of the movie. Like, it should be the woman's choice to want to do certain things. I was happy that she, like, really did start a fire and, like, stabbed as old, stabbed old boy and, like, helped old girl escape. Like, mm-hmm. if that would have all been in her head, too, that would have fucking made it way worse for me. This movie wouldn't have got over a five. One thing that bothered me was the items that they had to get. Like, I know it was the things yeah. they needed to escape, yeah. but I kind of wish he would have made them items that had to do with each character that made them stronger something like that i don't know some like fucking yeah and then like i hate captain planet shit i hated the fact that rocket had to die like such a shitty way like those four chicks could have took down that fat fuck yeah we we both know this like she had his ass on the floor you know at the beginning Mm -hmm. she could have cut him right there which i don't know why she didn't but i guess she would have got a chance to escape she just slit his throat day two <laughs> but uh what was the fire because it shows she lit something on fire she set the broom closet and shit on fire because like here's the, my thing also that i was like how fucking bad are y'all treating these fucking poor women not only are you fucking abusing them sexually mentally uh doping them up on shit and then you got them fucking scrubbing floors and toilets and fucking cooking and shit too i'm like god damn man like these poor <laughs> women are going through hell and a half like some fucking terrible Cinderella shit in there. Yeah, definitely. 100%. There's no evil stepmother, but like, fuck, dude. They're all men. It's all evil men. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, goddamn, dude. They, who hurt 
who hurt Zack Snyder? Right. right? <laughs> the motherfucker got some dad issues for real. He's got some fucking skeletons in the closet when it comes to women. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it's like that. But like I said, like, every time I would be, like, pissed off about, you know, what she was doing and, like, you know, that part of the plot, she would start that sway. And I'd be like, all right, here we go. And then, like, it just got better and better when they kept going back. Um, mm. I loved the uh, zombie Nazis. The zombie Those were Nazis. cool as shit. Like, uh, they're steam-powered and shit. Like, I liked that. I was like, fuck, dude. And that's why I said if they would have just used that shit, that would have made a way better movie, dude. <laughs> way better movie. I'm sorry. Oh, it's so funny. I told you, man. Like, I am Mr. Zack Snyder. I was going to say. I I, am the fucking. I am the Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut. It's just funny because those scenes are the ones that are, like, making fun of movies like that. And you're like, I want more of that shit. It's just kind of funny to me. They were badass scenes. I think he made them a little too badass. If you're going to go over the top, bro, fucking go for it, dude. And he did, man. She slayed that fucking dragon. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, I have to admit, like. The CGI still holds up. Like, this movie's, like, 11 years old. and But then that's what I was thinking. Like, maybe that's why it looks so fucking crisp, because he didn't have to do the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Think about Justice League and think about that. That's four hours of fucking shit he had to go through and, and, and do all those visual effects. Yeah. Man of Steel, you know, Batman v- BVS, all that, dude. Like, that's... That was, all those were shoot on a fucking green screen. Right. He only had to do, like, half of it on this one that's your little snippets of the right but i will tell you this on the second time watching it i now like it more than fucking the zombie movie the second zombie movie he did in vegas i hate that movie i did not like it at all i wanted to i wanted to like it yeah me too but once i started to watch it like a live action cartoon i started to enjoy it a little more oddly enough well when i uh when i realized that Dave Bautista is a great side character, not a leading man. Oh yeah. Not a leading man. That's the problem is you have these like great side characters and they always want to put him as a leading man. It's like, that's not what they're built for. You're Drax, bro. Yeah. You're not star Lord. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Chris, Chris Pratt had to lose a lot of weight to be star Lord. <laughs> I get it. You're buffing shit. You used to wrestle. Like I get it. Bro, but like, well, apparently they did another one too. Didn't they based off of that one? There's like a second part to it. Of uh, the zombie movie. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there was another one that came out after that. It's called something else. Like there's Army of the Dead. This one is. That was the one that came out on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one we're talking about. And then they came out with another one that was like Thieves of the Dead or something like that. I think I remember hearing about it, but Zack Snyder did that one too. Mm, I assumed he did. I didn't even look into it because I've kind of Zack Snydered out. I kind of checked out with Zack Snyder, if I'm being honest. I ain't gonna lie, dude. This shit depressed me so much. I had to pop in the old Snyder Cut, bro. Cheer me up, dude. <laughs> you and the fucking Snyder Cut. It's not that good. It's that fucking good, bro. It's good, but it's not like... He gave us exactly what we wanted. <laughs> exactly what we wanted, bro. Sure, it took four hours, but you know what? It flies for me. Yeah. It does. It doesn't even feel like it. It's like watching The Godfather I don't know anybody that likes it as much as you. Like, I think it's fine. Like, it's a it's a better movie, but it's still not, like, the greatest superhero movie ever made. It's it's on my top five. <laughs> it's in my top five. Um, But, yeah, I loved Watchmen. Watchmen's good, too. I, and you know what? I didn't like Watchmen the first time I saw it. Really? I went back and, and ended up... Rorschach saved it for me. Yeah, Rorschach was the best. Yeah, he, that dude is awesome. Like, I would like to have seen more Rorschach, you know? 
definitely. I didn't watch the series, and I know Mick. If Mick's listening, he's gonna be like, "Motherfucker!" No, like the heavy-handed racism just took. I took me out of it. I don't care. Oh, you did watch the series. I started to watch it, but it's heavy-handed racism, and I'm just not like all the Warshacks are white supremacists. Oh, there's like a group of them. Yeah. Wow. And they're all Nazi. They're all fucking, you know, that. And I was like, "Mm, "No, I'm good. I don't want all this." Are they sticking to the source material on it? Like, what they're I doing. haven't read Watchmen, honestly. Like, <laughs> I started reading the Doomsday Clock. I got like the first issue of it, never bought it anymore. Really? Oh, like, yeah. I was, but they got DC characters in that too. I see. Uh, yeah, but um, but yeah, I like three hundred, and I liked the uh, so three hundred is so fucking good, dude. That was his. That's what put him on the map. I should have watched that. Like, honestly, like I love three hundred. Um. And then the first zombie movie he did. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, Day of the Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't know it was or him. Dawn of the Dead, sorry. Dawn of the Dead, yeah. For the longest time, I didn't know it was him. That was his first movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Man of Steel. I, love, I hated it. I loved all of his, I loved all of his superhero movies. That's um, where I checked out. After I saw, I was excited for Man of Steel. I'm like, Zack Snyder is directing it. Christopher Nolan helped write it. Or you talk about it. this movie about how it's such an injustice that it doesn't deserve the hate he gets. You can't tell me a better fucking Superman movie than Man of Steel. I'm and as much as I love Christopher Reeves and I loved him as a kid, let's be honest, dude. I watched him the other day as an adult, man. Like it's hard watch now. <laughs> like you know, he did as best he could with the technology he had, but like fucking my boy Henry Cavill killed that shit I didn't like Man of Steel and Michael Shannon as fucking Zod went hard as fuck I don't give a fuck what anybody says it has moments it does have moments that I like about it but overall I will find him (laughs) Laura like that shit was hard dude I will go on a Man of Steel tirade if you do if we we might do it next (laughs) we might do it next keep fucking with me (laughs) Um, but yeah I'm just trying to think of the other movies that I really liked of his um but I really liked this one um Oh, going over the the symbolism and the metaphors and everything in the movie, there's not much else to sink my teeth into. Like once you like get everything out there. Well, that's what I said. I I thought we hit most of the bases with it. Yeah. It just uh, I knew you were gonna want to know my rating on it, like what I was gonna give it. Mm-hmm. What do you think I gave it? Because you're pretty good. Like you get you guess me pretty good. Four point five. No, dude. Like that that hurts, bro. You think I hated it that much? Yeah. I hated that much. The way you've been talking about, there's like certain movies of this podcast. The reason I wanted to start it, it mm-hmm. it's, um, Pan's Labyrinth. Oh fuck, dude! That Cube movie we watched, you didn't yeah. like it. Like and then you were talking about how much you didn't like Sucker Punch. And I would give Cube another watch. Yeah. I would be willing to review it. Yeah, like we never did an episode on it. I don't think you hated it. You're just like I don't, I don't get it. I think you know what? I might have been tired. Maybe I'd fail asleep at a certain part or something. Mm. You know, like I said, I'd I'd be willing to give Cube another watch because I love Saw and shit, and that's kind of what it was. Yeah, it's so. basically Saw um, 1.0. <laughs> right. Um, but no, I didn't hate it that much, bro. I I give it a solid six seven. Six seven. Six seven. Yeah. And like I said, if it get if it had a little bit, I'm not gonna say that because like I said, I liked how it split back and forth. But if the if the burlesque house thing would have been a little bit more better. Yeah. It would have got a higher. It probably would have got over a seven. Because I thought all the girls did a great job. And like I said, the movie looks fantastic. And mm-hmm. it's edited very well. And the soundtrack goes perfect with it. Like I said. I unironically listen to the soundtrack 
randomly. I actually saw that when I was looking up the movie because I was going to see if I could stream it instead of having to fucking hunt through all my shit to find the one you gave me. Yeah. Um, Because it's in the back, back somewhere because, you know, I wasn't going to watch that shit. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, so, like, I was looking on there and I saw something about the soundtrack and, like, how it was really big on the billboard charts for a while and shit. And I was like, huh. Cause I didn't remember it being like that, but that Alice, that Alice song, yeah. that shit went hard. And he played it a few times in there. Yeah. And it didn't get old. <laughs> I was like, fuck man, this should be like the theme song. For yeah. This it's, it's, this is what I like about it. It's very angsty and you know, it just takes me back to my like 16 year old. When yeah, I, like I was that in high school music. when this came out. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2011, you were not still in high school. This was 2011. Yep. My son was born in 2011. <laughs> You were in high school? I was not in high school. I'm older oh. than you. That's what I'm thinking. Like, so what did you say it makes you oh, it makes you think of high school? It's making me think of oh, high school, okay. like the the angstiness of right, the right, right. of the soundtrack. No, three hundred was in well, I was in high school when three hundred dropped. Uh, I remember that shit. Because <laughs> I had it all bootleg and I brought it to school and my economics teacher let us watch it. Oh nice. He's like, What's this movie rated? I was like, I think it's like thirteen or something. It's like, 13. <laughs> hard R. Hard R. <laughs> Well, it's pretty violent. I think we got to like the first fucking fight. And he was like, yeah, hey, get the fuck out of here, man. Turn that off. Like, <laughs> damn it. Spartans. He's going to get the man fired. <laughs> oh, everybody was down, man. Everybody was like, how the fuck do you have this artist? Like, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back when it was like cool to pirate movies. Like, uh, you know, I don't really want to say that too loud, but <laughs> I don't know. It like, it's been 10 years fucking statue yeah, right. limitations. You know what I'm saying? But like. If you had a bootleg, man, that was the that was better than Redbox. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to keep that shit, especially if it was like a good quality one. You couldn't tell. That was the best. I didn't know you people bought them like that because I would, you know, I would bootleg them, but I would never burn them. No, but the thing that was so cool because I had a guy that would give me like three for five, you know, five for ten, shit like that. And I my rule was is I would never get a movie that I like really wanted to see because I just go to the theater. Right. But if it was like a movie I was 50-50 on, like, was it going to be good? Was it going to be shit? Get it for the bootleg, man, for two yeah, bucks. right. And uh, I got a lot of, like, cartoons and shit, too. Like, stuff that I wanted, but I wasn't going to pay fucking... I wasn't going to pay $32 for season three of the, Ninja, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I have the first three seasons of that on bootleg. <laughs> Still have it, like, to this day. <laughs> and they're play perfect, man. It's beautiful. My, uh, my even menus. My version of Cube that I let you borrow... I ordered that off eBay because this was before Amazon was as big as it was. Took over the world. Yeah, it took over the world. And it's a bootleg copy of Cube. Oh, yeah. So I haven't bought like an original or regular copy yet. My first copy of Eddie Murphy's stand-up, Delirious, was a bootleg. Yeah. Well, like we got it, like you said, offline or whatever, but it came from like China or Korea or something. Yeah, I remember it had just one sheet on the front and it was just like a blank DVD case with the, with his picture on there. It's like <laughs> hilarious. And, uh, the CD or the DVD was literally like a sticker that they had just put on it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, but yeah, that it's crazy. Crafty far, bastards. It's crazy how far DVDs and, and Blu-rays and should have come now. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish we still had something like that. Not necessarily bootleg, but there are times I'm like, I don't want to go to the theater like that bullet train that's out now. I don't want to go to the theater and see it. I don't want to pay $20. Well, my wife said it's streaming somewhere. Oh, yeah. Like, not Already? like you don't even have to pay for it. Interesting. 
I don't know if it was like Paramount or like one of those or something, but uh, I just what I told her. She's like, I really wanted to see that, don't you? And I'm like, not really. I was like, I feel like I've seen that movie six fucking times. Like, I heard it is a Guy Ritchie ripoff. And uh, and I mean, I like Brad Pitt, but he just ain't enough to like. He's not enough to buy himself anymore to mm-hmm. just bring me in. Not in those kind of movies. Nah. Like I was excited for uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because of him. And yeah, but De Niro. It's DiCaprio, bro. Like, yeah, that's why I was there. DiCaprio doesn't pull me in like that. What? No. You gotta put some respect on Leo. <laughs> it's the fucking Departed, son. That's fucking. I, I'm not saying I the don't. Wolf, like, baby. Yeah. Like, but, but he's got banger after banger, dude. He does. We could spend the rest of this podcast listing his fucking resume. It's just in the 90s. I don't know what it is, but I just don't get excited when I see Leonardo DiCaprio. I, I feel like there's everybody has that one actor that they feel that way about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying I don't like him at no, all. Yeah, I love all his movies and like he's him? a great actor. Right. But, but if I see him in a new movie, I'm not excited. Like, eh, I'll catch it exactly. on. I'll catch it on whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I think everybody's got that. You know who mine is? It's, I think it's fucking Jude Law. Jude Law, yeah. It was for a long time. It was like Jude Law. I could see that. Um, I'm trying to think of like somebody else. Oh, fucking Channing Tatum, bro. You don't even like him, though. I don't like him, but so, I like some of his shit, though. Like, I'm not going to lie, man. I don't think that Step Up is the worst movie ever, bro. He can really pop and lock. And he loved that girl. You know? I'm just kidding. That movie sucked ass. <laughs> Give a shit how he dances. That new one with her. Uh, the one with him and Sandy was actually pretty it funny. It was pretty funny. I actually liked it. Yeah. And Brad Pitt had a funny cameo in that too. Right. He's so fucking handsome. <laughs> but dad was a weatherman. <laughs> I I expected to not like that as much as I did. Dude, that you want to talk about a movie going in that I was going to hate it. That was when I was actually pleasant surprised. Right. And, and like, that was one I watched for free. But I wouldn't have been mad if I paid 10 bucks for that. You right. Know? Uh, not much more. But you know what I mean? <laughs> There's movies that I paid harder in money. Like, I'll never get my Crank 2 money back. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I love the first one. It's just enough ridiculousness. So the second one, what do you do? Yeah, we're going to inject that shit into your neck this time. Right off the fucking rig, dude. Have you seen the second no, one? No. Okay, yeah. I watched the first one. I didn't like it, so. If I ever wanted to punish you with a fucking movie, that'd be the one I'd pick. Yeah. Yeah, you'd probably quit. You'd probably quit the podcast. <laughs> it's in my top five, like, worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. For especially the amount of money they dumped into that fucking thing. That's surprising. For sure. I didn't I didn't realize it was that bad. And I still own it because I'm a completionist. And if I get one, then you got to get the whole franchise. You're man. fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I am, dude. <laughs> I just filled up the, the, the fucking steelbook wall again. I had an extra line and I like filled oh, it up. I didn't up even already. get to look. I'm going to have to go look. Yeah. Um, I got to get us somewhere to put all these pops I've been getting, dude, because I'm like almost covered. In the garbage. What? You have Funko Pops. I have three. I got 40. So, yeah. I mean. You just think you're better than me? I just think like I was better. <laughs> I just said I had more. It's a difference. Yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, I I didn't hate it as much as, as uh, you know, that you thought I did. Are you talking about Sucker Punch? Yeah. Um, I give it a recommended, and that recommended comes with a caveat, is you got to look at the deeper meaning of the movie. Don't want, don't take it for surface value because it's a satire trying to make fun of, unless you're a person that doesn't like to think when you watch movies. And then in that case, it's enough. eye candy to get you through it. 
It is true. I think that's his problem is he was trying to juggle both. He's like, I want to give them enough eye candy so it appeases to those people. But it also has an underlying message where I'm trying to say something against that kind of And you know the studio is going to make a billion fucking dollars. Right. And that's true, man, because like men probably went and saw that shit like a couple times, maybe once for sure. And then women probably walked out of it. Well, because the, they didn't take the time to like think about that shit. Well, there's you know? some women that I heard that actually like it because they make it. The movie makes them feel empowered as women. Plus, well, so I said I, I feel like now that it's been out for as long as it has, it probably has more of a cult following yeah. now. And I'm sure there's a few people. That, it's a very small cult, but we are out there. <laughs> yeah, but how crazy is it? Like, if every time Zack Snyder did like a live press conference or any kind of Q and A, somebody just yells out from the back of the room, two sucker punch, two." Yeah. You know, and he's just like, you know, I thought about it. I thought about it. When I was doing Snyder Cut, they told me it never happened. <laughs> I could um, do it. I wish he would have done the fucking second 300. Because they took all of his good shit. They took all the slow-mo, all that shit. And uh, that was it. Like, I don't even know who directed that movie. It's like a nameless fu- guy. What's funny is whenever there's a, a movie that I really like and it has somebody attached to it that I really like, like Zack Snyder, for example, and they do a second part, but he's not a part of it. I don't want to watch it, but this goes for everyone. Like, um, David Fincher did the girl with the dragon tattoo. I love that movie. They continued with it, but without him, I don't want to go and watch them now. It's not the same. Yeah. But wasn't that a remake? Yeah. And I heard a lot of people love the one that's in, like, fucking German or whatever. I heard those are really good, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you take it for what you want. For every purist, there's an even more of a fucking, you know. All right. Uh, like I said, I, it's not it's not a terrible movie, but, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, maybe I'm not the target audience for it. No, definitely not. But I was at the same time. <laughs> Never felt so confused. Like, am I a piece of shit or am I, like, okay for liking this? Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And maybe that's what he did it for. It was like a mind fuck. Like, I'm going to make sure well, like, that's these chicks are so hot. You're a piece of shit for thinking that. That's like, where the name Sucker Punch comes from. Yeah. They should, he should have called it Dick Punch. But I probably <laughs> wouldn't have had the same uh, markability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But <laughs> What did it make you want to give me next? I really wanted to go for another Zack Snyder. But then I was just like, man, I wanted to like pick like 300. I was like, man, well, I don't yeah, want I I don't, to. That's an exciting. I don't want to do that. You know, that's. It's not something that's gonna get me going, right? Um, so I wanna, I wanna do, I wanna do something awesome, something awesome. Yes. <laughs> so we're gonna do Lego Movie. Oh no! <laughs> Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. You know, I, you know, I like the Lego Batman movie a lot. It's so good. It's really good, man. So Will good. Arnett is a good, is a good little animated Batman. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have both of them because I love them so much. I don't have the. I don't know if I have Lego Movie. I know I have Lego Batman on Blu-ray. I got the bitches on Blu-ray. I love them. I think I want to do uh, the Departed. What? Damn! You can just come out swinging like that. Yeah, man. Martin Scorsese is one of his best movies ever made. I I was gonna do Wolf of Wall Street, but I was just like, it'd just be me fanboying for two hours. Like I just. You know, because all I love about that movie is just the wild shit that happens. That's true. Yeah, I would just jump all over the fucking place and it wouldn't even be coherent. So we're going to go Departed. 
because it's a great story. I mean, I'm down for some fucking Departed. Yeah. Um, I got a couple of movies. I had them in here, but I took them away because I didn't know if we would get to them or not. But do you have Warrior? I think so. You think? But it's got to be streaming somewhere, right? Like, Well, I got the Steelbook of Warrior oh, okay. that they just released. Oh, okay. I was going to give you my old DVD copy, but oh, yeah. the 4K Steelbook and the bitch goes hard because... Best Buy can't stop making badass deal books and I can't stop buying them. And I can't quit buying them. Yeah. <laughs> and then I bought the men, the guy that did Ex Machina and Annihilation. He came out with a horror movie called Men and it has mixed reviews. People said it's one of the weirdest movies they've ever seen. So I, I did of hear course about, I gotta buy it. Yeah, I was gonna say I did hear about that too. Yeah. I, I didn't see it, but I did hear it was crazy. Yeah. So I got that one and I'm gonna check it out. I don't know if we're gonna do it on the podcast, but we'll see. Because I do want to do Annihilation. That's one that I want to do. Yeah, you've been talking about that one for a while. Yeah. That one and uh, what was the other one? Maybe we'll Arrival. do Arrival. You kept talking about Arrival. Arrival's up there. It's waiting to be slotted into the rotation. All right. But yeah, I want some Jack Nicholson in my life. Because <laughs> he's my favorite part. When I tell you to dump a Marty in the mosh... I want you to dump it in the mash. Everyone's so great in that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio is great in that It's like the movie. Boston fucking Hall of Fame. Yeah. Somehow, I don't know how they missed Ben Affleck in that fucking movie. Like, how is he not in that movie for five minutes? You know, I just watched... The Town? No, no, no. Um, That's like his greatest movie. No, Good Will Hunting. Yeah, he's good in that, too. Well, he wrote it, so... Did it's he? so... Did yeah. he write it? Him and Matt Damon wrote it. I feel like Matt Damon wrote it, and he was just there. Roll a joints for him. Like, that is such a good movie. Family Guy has a bit about it. Like, Do they? Hey, man, we wrote that together. He's like, no, I didn't. I wrote it. And you just sat on the couch smoking weed all day. <laughs> come on. It's, come on, Maddie. That's not fair. <laughs> come on. Put my name on it. <laughs> it's fucking great. That is true because he did it uh, <laughs> after night at midnight. What is that movie he did? The Prohibition movie? Oh, Live by Night. Live by Night. That was a piece of shit. He directed it. that, man. That was a book. It's a good book. I own the book. Okay, uh, the book's maybe good, but that movie was dog shit. Not his best. But, I mean, duh, come on now. Put some respect on Affleck, bro. Like, motherfuckers directed Oscar-winning movies. Yeah, The Town. Argo's badass, too. Argo's pretty good. Um, I love The Town, though. That's, like, the perfect bank I'm surprised movie. you haven't... We haven't Pick done the that town, yet. I yeah. know, man, but, like, I went so hard on Affleck for a while, I was like, I gotta give him a break. He's going to fucking quit because it's not a Ben Affleck, but it is the unofficial Ben Affleck podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We love you, Batfleck, forever. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't have anything else, do you? Nah, man. It was a good episode, though. Yeah. I hope I gave you, uh, I hope I satisfied your, your need to talk no, about Sucker No, you didn't, but I'm glad we finally did it. I didn't satisfy it. No, just fucking with oh, you. I was about to say, I feel like you got it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I finally talked about it. I got my sucker punch fucking out of my system so I can leave this movie alone and he's move been on to, with my... uh, He's been wanting to argue about this movie for three years. I have. So, like, I was, I was saying, I was hope, I hope he liked it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good talk. Um, But The Departed. Yeah, man. Next week, right? Till then. Later. Later.